0: You're listening to the Self-Worth Circle hosted by Julie Haxel and Eva Estlander. We are here to
1: remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time. Hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Self-Worth Circle. My name is Eva, and next to me, I have the lovely Julia, and between us I have her dog, Totte. <laughs> and in front of us we have uh, Annie Vesterund. She is a life coach, and she runs a business with her fiancé uh, called Dream um, Job. Jobbers, and... Um, They help people um, become
2: self-employed and chase their dreams. Welcome and lovely to have you. How are you doing? Hi, thank you. That was a lovely intro. (laughs) I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. I'm very happy to have you here, because I reached out to you, I think, half a year ago when you were still Mm -hmm. living in Spain Spain, yeah I remember yeah Yeah. that's true so it's been on the on the list you've been on the guest list for a longer time so (laughs) thank you for taking your time to join in and um yeah how are you I'm good I'm good how's your week been it has been actually quite quite good I've been very
2: relaxed but um, yesterday though um we have been moving uh, or we moved right before Christmas so we're in the middle of that chaos so yesterday I was like it's done I need to do like move forward because we're waiting for a few furniture um so it's like total mess at home and yesterday I went to Ikea so that already tells um I was so tired at the like in the evening but got a lot of done stuff done so that's that's good
0: yeah i'm doing great yeah i don't know what to say yeah good 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 (laughs) um for our listeners who don't know you um do you want to give them a little bit of background where you're from and where you grew up and so forth what you what you yeah you did before what you do right now (laughs) guys should, should i do the long story or, or, long, yeah okay. go ahead like start from your oh childhood man. so they childhood. paint as a picture of who you are okay good you were let's do the whole story you know when i start to speak i do tell all the details That's great. <laughs>
2: okay so um yeah i grew up in um, in espo at first i have my mom and dad and two older brothers. So I was the, the youngest girl in the family, um, which was lovely. Um, then when I went to school, we moved to Kaunianan. And uh, I did all my school, like up until high school there. So that was also very nice. So I've been growing, growing up with the same people, um, got my friends there, very secure Um, childhood I would say my dad was very hardworking. he was a business owner is a business owner lost his work so he was always working so um but at at home so that was very nice I've always had my parents like near nearby and my mom is an opera singer so um I, I got to explore that world as well I remember I was I get to go sometimes backstage with her wow. um, to see. I, I loved the, at the National Opera when when I could go and and just sit in the makeup room and see these, you know, all these regular or amazing opera singers turn to these characters. I was just that was amazing. Um, wow. y- yeah, um, I didn't remember that, but yeah, <laughs>
0: <It> just came. <laughs> do you sing at all?
2: Um, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, but never really felt that I have space in the home since yeah. mom is an opera singer and my dad also uh, led an, what is it, like a, a man's choir? 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 Yeah. 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 Choir. yeah I have a hard, hard time saying that word. Yeah. But uh, so it's, I, I've been growing up in a musical family. So yeah, I do sing. I love to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have performed a bit also in school and, and whenever I got an opportunity. But yeah. And then, um, <laughs> Oh man, like all my childhood, uh, I basically lived at the horse stables. Like, I, ever since I was a kid, animals was my one, number one favorite
0: thing. I've always loved, loved, loved animals. And a little bit of a background, fun yeah. background story. We actually, uh, me and Annie used to be in the same uh, horseback riding group. Yes, uh, that's where, we're, we're like, where we were like, how old were we?
2: Um, I think I was... 15 when I started riding at that stable yeah. so yeah
0: 14 and 15 14 and 15 yeah that's like we can now say 10 years ago actually yeah. we can it's crazy <laughs> okay so yeah animals and you go go ahead and yeah. continue so horses has been a big big part of my life and
2: I was riding and competing some with the yeah with the horses there and at the stable and and then i got my first job with the horses as well so i started to groom for a family who had show jumping horses so they competed nationally um so that was like basically when everyone everyone else of my friends everybody were like partying at weekends i was always at the stables or at competitions so i think that that was um, sometimes it of course annoyed me but at the same time i always did choose horses instead and and I think that was an amazing school for responsibility and and really take care of something and have something on my own because I literally had like five horses for a weekend I woke up and fed them and put them like in in their stuff and like took care of them like for the whole weekend so yeah I I loved that Um, I've always kind of I'm not sure, I think I'm introverted. So it was like a very nice thing for me, you know, to be in my space, very meditative <laughs> to, to do that. Um, but then yeah, uh, when I got to the age of actually figuring out what I want to do in life, I stopped with horses. I met my now fiance and we moved to Sweden. We wanted to come into the med school. Um, But didn't get in at first. That's when we moved to Sweden, Gothenburg. Wait, both of you wanted to. Yeah, that was how we met in the like this preparation course. Okay, yeah, Um, and connected there. And then we didn't get in in here in Helsinki, so we moved to Gothenburg, um, Sweden. And he got into dental med school, Um, and I started to study chemistry, but. Ooh. Yeah, so I know some biochemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. No. no. Um but then I felt like because that was the part of the whole thing to study for med school, so it was like very natural to go there, but then I realized like no, 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 what am I doing? Like I'm I'm not even sure if I want to go to med school. Um what brought me to those thoughts was the fact that I I've been so fascinated of humans and the mind and, and people and and want to help um but then i found out about cognitive, sci- cognitive science so and i didn't know what that was but apparently you can study that um a bachelor's degree in that so i got in and, and studied that which was very interesting
0: is it like psychology
2: and yeah, or do you want to give
0: us a little bit yeah it? it's a
2: it's a fairly new um like area which yeah. you can study but it's a combination of uh, Psychology, philosophy, um, even neurology, yeah. and then a lot of artificial intelligence. So like you look at the human mind from all these different perspectives and you study a little bit of, of all these different,
0: yeah. That sounds so interesting. Yeah, it's it like the, mm-hmm. an intro to different self-help and it must be yes. so valuable now that you can apply it to your what yeah. you do now. Absolutely. It's so funny. I was thinking about it when I
2: came here that what did I learn from that, um, whole education. And I like, it was actually one guy at my class. He said a very good thing because everybody who started to, um, you know, you know, the education, we didn't really know what, what we were going to, you know, learn. So, everywhere, everybody were like, oh, didn't know. Like, we just looked at each other like, why are we here? <laughs> like, I have no idea. And then this one guy said when we um, graduated, he said that now he knows how to ask better questions. Mm-hmm. So, I think that explains quite well. Like, we didn't really... L- learn exactly what the mind is, which is discussed about the mind. Like, yeah, what is it? Like <laughs> It's just weird. <laughs> and what have people said about the mind? And it just opened up um, like thinking, I would say. So it was a very, very nice education, I would say. But yeah, um, during that time, I was f- trying to find myself uh, and I, I really tried to find something I could... Um, do and focus on and put my energy on. And at the time I was um, working out quite much. Uh, My fiance is a track and field athlete. He runs sprints and is very good. Or now he doesn't compete anymore, but he did that all, all the time. So I was immediately thinking, okay, what kind of sport could I do? And I was going to the gym and had been very, very interested in bodybuilding and bikini fitness in particular. And I thought like, hey, this will be my journey. I I will try this out. And had, of course, a lot of fear at first. Um, What will people say? Oh my gosh, will I stand in a bikini on the stage? And will I even get a job if people can Google me and see me in a bikini? Like all these thoughts. But then I just, um, it was a pretty long journey. Of course, to overcome those fears, but but then I decided, like, no, I'm going to do this. Like this is for me. I, there's something I need to explore here. So, I started that and and had that as an um, focus for three years. So I competed wow. three three times, like three seasons. Yeah. And um, yeah, also during that time, we both me and my fiance started to think about, you know, what what is actually the career that we want to pursue. Um, he was educating himself to become a dentist and but he suddenly felt like really will I just go to the clinic year (laughs) after year after this which is amazing that we have these people who do that but he's also like has so much more to give wants to explore many things so we started to talk about becoming self-employed And uh, started to uh, experiment with so many things. Like we tried everything that's out there online right now. Um, You know, affiliate marketing, network marketing, becoming influencers, blogging, like everything. And didn't really find anything that could actually replace our nine to five so fast that we could actually, you know, free ourselves to the lifestyle that we wanted to live. But uh, then we found that freelancing online is like, actually enabled us to suddenly start to travel more back home because we lived in Sweden and we could just, you know, work whenever. And and that was when we realized, or actually Victor, my fiance, he, he suddenly understood when he, he always loves the numbers. He started to calculate like dental salary versus this, what we can get now. And he was like, heck no, I will stop my education right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like we can be free right away if we just go full on, on this journey. And and yeah, I graduated, we moved back to Finland, and our biggest dream and kind of desire during the whole years in Gothenburg was to live in the sun during the winter time because it was pretty rainy and grey in Gothenburg, and that was Victor's <laughs> like biggest dream to be able to live where the palm palm trees are. So um when we moved back home to Finland we were just a few months there and then we went to Spain for the winter so we've been living back and forth in Spain now but now just you know a m- month ago we moved back here because of COVID and we just felt that it's good to have a place here Amazing. in Espoo now um near our family and friends but yeah so that's basically the long story so now what we do um we after our trial and errors with with the online business and becoming self-employed we suddenly felt that we want to actually you know we, we had so many family and friends who Asked us, like, what did you what, what like how is this possible? They saw our whole journey, like yeah. what we did, then yeah. suddenly we were able to, you know, just be with our families all the time and just say, Okay, I'm going for a meeting now, coming back soon again. And they're like, What are you doing? Like, how is this even possible? They were, of course, our parents were a little bit skeptical at first, of course. So we needed to, you know, <laughs> explain to them, just chill, like these are the numbers, this is what we do. Um, but yeah, when when we started to be more free and do the things that we actually love and and uh, all our stress just melted away. Our f- friends asked a lot about you know, the help and uh, that's when we realized that we need to start to educate others in this as well. So that's how the dream jobbers were born and we have our program Dream Jumbo Line where we teach ambitious people to s- become self-employed by freelancing. So that's kind of how I came into the role of actually being able to coach now and that's what i'm most likely known for and and now i also life coach which is my passion yeah well what an inspirational (laughs)
1: story or a journey and it's so interesting when you shared about kind of your childhood and your upbringing and and how you you were always with the horses and kind Mm. of like serving so you were serving the horses and then you were you know you and your your partner were both into, uh, or both wanted to become doctors, which is also serving. Right. And even like a dentist is serving and, and just kind of like, um, and even that, I mean, this might be an odd connection to make, but like with the mouth and working with the mouth, like he was kind of working with the mouth, dental, dentistry and then you have like the background with your mother as an opera singer your dad as an entrepreneur and now you're both working with your voices and sharing this gift of becoming self-employed and and um, freelancer so what a beautiful beautiful story and even like the the, what you said about like how you were exploring or wanted to compete with the bikini fitness Mm -hmm. um so even that's kind of like just exploring the limits of but then exploring the limits of the body so it makes sense yeah absolutely Um, but I wanted to ask you about a little bit more about like the work you do. When you say that now you have this community community of um, dream jobbers, or are you you teach people to become self employed? Like
2: how mm-hmm. exactly? Like what's the work about? What is it? That, right. Yeah. Okay. So basically, what we help with is um, we help explain what high income skills are because you need to have one if you if you want to actually make money online. Um, so there are certain skills um, that you can use um, as a freelancer basically that that sells very very well so you know busy business owners and entrepreneurs um, they need help you know, they, they are all over the place they need i need help yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so do i yes so high income skills are skills like website building graphic yeah. design copywriting even coaching is one um what else now I got a blackout, but there are like um, twenty high income skills that are very very lucrative right now. But uh, ten of those we have we have export ten of those and and use those as our, our freelancing skills. So we we help help you find the skill that combines your passion with something that actually sells, um, and everybody can start. This is like the biggest misconception, um, which is basically comes from the society and the education systems that. Most often we think that we need to educate ourselves first in this skill. So we get an, some certain certification or something to show that we're good enough.
0: And then we start working. Can yeah. I say something? Yeah. That's me. I'm like yeah. high on studying and getting like certificates and mm-hmm. it's like I l- really like that part of me but sometimes it really limits me from yeah. doing things like for instance I've been thinking about like uh, dreaming about um you know coaching people in spirituality and manifestation one on one and group coaching for a year now but I still have that limiting belief that I have to do like some kind of um which you know you can do of course um and I yeah. might do but I it's been limiting me from taking one step further just because I think that I need some kind of degree or like a master's or a bachelor degree in something to become like to be good enough so it's been like uh, really interesting that you took that up
2: yeah exactly no that's that's how most of us think and it's it's I think it's healthy um of course you need to I think it helps with confidence, of course, um, to to know that, okay, now I feel much more confident in the skill and so on. But, but actually to get paid and start working, you don't necessarily need that. And that's what we help you understand and teach you, like, what are the methods how you can actually get clients, even if you are just starting out. And even if you would, let's say you want to be a social media manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, even if you haven't really used the platforms like a lot you haven't done it before we show you how you can start and actually educate yourself while getting paid Mm -hmm. so that's how we have developed all our skills and we also always had clients who have paid us when we have kind of figured it all out Um, so like the whole program our program is is that learning by doing exactly exactly and and a lot of the like our biggest thing that we teach is that you know it's about communication with your clients um like you can be yourself be you don't need to be somebody else they love you because you are just as you are I mean we got our first clients from the states in Hawaii um Whoa. we did yeah and we did speak English our third language how did you do that yeah you <laughs> learned that in Japan. Oh. that's a that's a uh, yeah it's it's you know communicating online yeah. um and um, we have our tactics that we teach in the program it's a big big like like there are so many I think julia and i might sign up yeah. <laughs> yeah. no but um yeah we got our clients from hawaii uh-huh. and, and the states and we have a lot of clients from the states um, but like all over the world also in finland and sweden and and um, yeah they have been like When we think back at all our clients, you know, they have seen us as something fun and seen the excitement in us and uh, that we actually want to help and that we are young and, and uh, no matter if we say something wrong, um, they like us. And, and many times also we think that it's, it's hard to go international because of the accent, especially if we're from, you know, Scandinavia or Europe. Um, but, in the States, they have so many accents. So many times they've thought that we have been from some other state. Like, no, we're actually Finland. What? wave? what time is it there? <laughs> like, yeah. Like eight hours difference or something. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's just like, even hearing this is so expansive, I feel. Um, well, can you tell us, like, what is a week or a day look like now well maybe first a a week a work week look like for for the two of you
2: okay so now when we have the program also we we don't only have freelancing clients but we still do have have some freelancing clients but um a week for me mondays always start with my client work because i do right now social media management that's what i enjoy so i always have mondays for my clients and i schedule a lot of things for the week and then I'm basically free for the week, uh, which is pretty nice with social media management and the scheduling tools <laughs> that we have online. Um, that's what I love. That's what we love with online work. It's so efficient when you know some tips and tricks. Um, but I I have my client work and then of course uh, something um, maybe that I need to do during the week with those those clients. But after that, I I we have some. I do a lot of stuff on social media, basically. Um, update my channels, talk about these things. And then, in the dream Jabber community, we have live q and A's and open office hours. And was this on Facebook? or and yeah, we have a like a private community for everyone okay. who's in the program. So I do some coaching there. And then I now have my life coaching um, clients. So,
1: so many, how many like accounts are you then running? If you say like, okay, so Mondays you're taking care of, like you're doing the social media managing, yeah. like how many different clients
2: are you man- managing? And, and- yeah. right now I actually have only one that I have had for one year, mm-hmm. um, but that's really on and off. I have now personally not had so many freelancing clients because I've, we, we focused a lot about on the program. Um, and uh, I've kind of, try to start my coaching thing, life coaching, go into that a little bit more. So yeah, I'm not very busy at the moment, but that's the beauty with with these things. You know, I'm still getting the money that I need from it because um, many times also what we teach in the program is that um, as a freelancer, you shouldn't have hourly pricing. Um, you should get paid for the value you provide, which which is a whole concept that we teach, like how, how to do that. And by that, you don't need many clients. To actually free yourself from the nine to five income, so that's the listen secret. to this,
0: people. <laughs> yeah.
2: This is
1: can gold. you repeat that? Just that yeah, was yeah. just so say so, so important. Okay. Say it again. I
2: do it. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> use hourly pricing. You should get paid for the value you provide. And what is the value? That's the that's the thing that we we talk about and try to um teach. Like for because as a freelancer, if you we 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 suggest. As a freelancer, that your like dream customer should be a business owner, entrepreneur. Um, it's it's much easier to get started with that um, because they usually have the finances to actually uh, pay for help, and they can pay. You know, they have they have the investment. They will they will use it for for something. <laughs> if if not pay you, they will pay somebody else. Right. Um, so they have the money, um, but yeah, um, we 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 try to or we teach. Um, try to teach people how valuable it is to have that kind of help because often when it's so hard to realize yourself that when you're you're going to provide your skills that they are actually valuable that it, Am I am I good enough? I don't know. Like this is so easy. Self worth, baby. Self worth. Exactly. (laughs) Like you, you, you don't understand that writing some blog posts for a business owner or just scheduling posts, weekly posts, (sighs) not even writing the post, just scheduling it. It's so freaking valuable for a business owner who takes a long time too. It takes, yeah, it does. And and you know, business owners they want to have an online presence. Um, they, they know that if they, they're not seen online, um, they, they most likely can't get as much clients, which is sales. Um, so they know that they need to do certain things, but they don't have the time. They need to focus on their gift, which is providing their clients. So, you know, all these aspects of marketing, um, they try to often outsource. Not maybe solopreneurs, but at, at some point solopreneurs need that help because you know it grows. They want to have the podcast and do the YouTube, they want to be on Instagram, they want and you know all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point they are searching for the help. Absolutely.
1: Um, yeah <laughs> it's so much good stuff, you guys. <laughs> Keep your ears open. Uh, she's, like, she's selling this to me
2: now.
1: Yeah. Well, um, can I ask you just? Yeah, I think this might be. Uh, oh, this is just for me personal. I'm just curious about the dynamic of. Well, I mean, I guess Julia, you do it too, like working with your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's a very good. Uh, I, uh, I, I've been in that situation before. When I lived in Mexico, I, I was working with my, with my previous partner, and uh, and I'm just always and his parents, uh, they they work together. They've been working together forever, and. And, um, and always when I see kind of couples working together, mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I just,
2: I'm just curious. <laughs> I understand what you're thinking. Yes, <laughs> How's that? And and yeah. then also,
1: I guess, like a, an additional question to that. What about like limiting then free time, mm-hmm. uh, and then the work mode? Yeah. And yeah. I guess this is also like, Julia, you can answer this question right after. Yeah. 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 Cause you and, and, and Will, <laughs> um, yeah. you guys work together sometimes too so yeah
2: yeah well it's it's a good topic I mean we talk about these things all the time because it's very important and and it took us some time to figure it all out and now I think we have a good dynamic in it um, but it's like our f- we, we think that it's the best thing ever to work with your soulmate I mean you know, you're, you are clicking anyway, like, what's better than actually working and making a career together? Because, you know, you understand each other so well, you can lift yourself, you know, support each other. Um, so we really, really like that. However, you need to have the boundaries, you need <laughs> to have your roles, so who does what. And uh, in the beginning, it was like we got very excited, and then we started working, and then we suddenly realized both of us want to be the leader. Who's going to like, do what? And um, I think that after I started to actually understand and learn about human
0: design, I don't know—are you yeah. familiar? Yeah, that helped a lot. And do you want to share with our listeners what types you are? Because we've actually had a human design reader here. Really? So they are, uh, oh, okay. it's been introduced into in the yeah. okay. And to our listeners, if you're not familiar with that, go back and listen to that
1: episode
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. Oh, great. I need to listen. I haven't heard that. Okay. Um, but I'm a projector, a splenic projector. And my Victor is a Manigen, manifesting generator like julia yeah so when i understood that that was very important for me at least to understand that i actually like get the energy from victor um and that's why i get so excited i start working and then i'm burned out like
0: and he's still going and he's
2: going and he's like what the heck like you were just so happy and excited and now you're you're like not doing anything and that's that was such that, that was the worst part with us from the beginning like we were both very excited and even if we did like um take our roles and it was good um at some point i started to complain because i couldn't keep up and i wanted to like that's the worst part for me like i i have the desire i have the ambition um i've understood that from human design that i have energy in my like where i'm ambitious but then i don't have the energy to actually do and uh, Victor has that energy. So we complement each other very well. Like I get the ideas and he's like, oh my God, yes. And then we start to do, and now I need to drop it afterwards and just come in and help. And he has also like, when I introduced him to human design, like I'm always a few steps ahead, but he really listens to all the things. And then he's like, okay, let me chill a bit with this. I take it in and then I come back. Um, but when he understood that, okay, well, I'm... It's better if he just does. And he got kind of an acceptance that, okay, it's okay that he's ambitious and has the energy. Uh, and it's okay that I leave and come in just with my knowledge and wisdom. Then then it has worked very, very well. Uh, and he, he also, the fact that I can accept that, you know, he can do. I don't need to. Please chill. <laughs> because before, when I saw him working, I always got the pressure that, I need to or if he got inspired to do something I got the pressure oh, I need to like always trying to keep up with him but now I understand like no 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 like we are totally two different persons we function in two totally different ways and both of us have the the gifts um that we can use together and when we can combine them like that's the perfect match and that's why we are very very happy to work together
0: that's amazing and like for me when you said that um you found the balance for yourself also that you can actually sit back and relax while he's working yeah. that's a really hard part mm-hmm. for me personally I'm I like to control everything around me and I feel always like I have to take care of everything like yeah. I need to micromanage mm-hmm. people I don't know if you've uh felt this with me Eva, yeah by the way what's your human design she's a so, generator generator oh okay oh love generators so if said generator i'm a manifesting generator but oh i have gosh. i think it's like from oh, my i'm a little bit noticed <laughs> uh, in my <laughs> Not my thing comes from my my moon which is in virgo so i like to yeah it my safety comes from control and structure <laughs> right I understand so, um, which is why you also go like when you have a class you need to go there in time in time I like <laughs> I love to be on time like yeah. I'm there you know 40 40 minutes before the class starts I'm at the studio already and just sensing into the space and like I need that time and yeah, I, yeah I, I'm weird with and that and I'm a hot mess I leave my
1: stuff all over
0: the place and i
1: leave my zoom camera on the tram and
0: yeah <laughs> and i'm the one who always apologizes that it's it's super super messy at home and others are like no it's not yeah, it's
1: like so clean <laughs> but uh, julia what about like for
0: you and will yeah can you so sorry keep going about the dynamic of the two of you mm. working together for us um will is a manifester he can mm. He can just go ahead and do things. Manifestors are so cool. Yeah, I know. He can just, like, do anything at Mm -hmm. any time. He doesn't need to be, like, wait and feel around like I do. So he's been, in the beginning, he would, like, pressure me to just, like, go and do things. And it doesn't, it did not work. And I got so angry and frustrated and, like, it really... It tore on our relationship in the beginning, but now we've found like found our roles in that in like because we don't work in the same area, but we support each other with different aspects. I give him like you know creative ideas for different projects, also, and like uh, he he likes to use me and take me with him, for instance, to wedding um, shoots because I have like pictures in my mind that he doesn't have, so he likes to have me like. Oh almost like the creative mind sometimes director. behind the director. Yeah. And also when he films shorter, um, shorter, like ads for other clients, yeah. he, he always comes to me and asks for like, Hey, what do you think? And I'm like, Oh, do it like a little bit brighter or warmer. And he's like, Nye. and then he tries it and he's like, Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, we're both very like, we want to be the leader. So that can be uh, a little bit challenging sometimes, but um, then I, again, we, we do this like we have a really weird dynamic so i help him with stuff and then he helps me for instance with this podcast he helps me whenever i need a picture for something so we we're always like using each other <laughs> for you know like a good yeah, way yeah, we're like balancing yeah. it yeah, off I with like it yeah, with, but it, we, yeah. we do use yeah, yeah. each yeah. other for like we different support, each other. support but i do use him and he uses yeah. me yeah. for a specific Uh, tasks and we're ever so grateful to him thank
1: you thank you he's always (laughs) editing our podcast and it's yeah we still need to do something amazing for him but to our (laughs) listeners that's why the quality is so good
0: yeah (laughs) but let's circle back to you um i I lost track of everything i can pick it up
1: can we dive into what we kind of touched upon before we started recording um spirituality yes yeah um can you share a little bit about your spiritual practice um how it started and what it looks
2: like now well i would say um during my bikini fitness career um like you said i i started with that because i wanted to explore me and my mind and my body. I've always been so much into wellness and health and and all this kind of stuff like it's very fascinating and also very important for me that I take care of myself. Um, a very big priority uh, and uh, I started that and during that career, I understood that you can actually um, like do crazy things with yourself and your body and your how your mind and body is connected because when you started to get into competition shape it's crazy what happens in your brain because Mm. you are so lean and it's way too lean for a a woman's body Mm. and uh, how your brain tries to force yourself to do certain things Mm. like eat more and what kind of cravings you get like all these different small things were so interesting to me um so that's already kind of when I got into spirituality mm-hmm. or my intuition I would mm-hmm. say because um I'm now when I know that I splen- I have a splenic authority I understand why my intuition is so strong and, and why it's important for me and and during my whole bikini fitness journey me and my coach always talked about it, that I have a very strong feeling and I should use it, that even if she gives me um, some instructions, you know, listen first and then I can get back to her and we can do changes. And we realized that's very good. And I was always able to get in the shape that I wanted when we listened to to my body. And uh, yeah, but after the, after uh, during the third competition preparation, um, the diet, I started to realize, like, okay, now I get this. I I know that you can, with restriction and with a system and with discipline, you can make your body do whatever you want. Like, it's actually <laughs> impossible. But I I felt that, okay, now I know this restriction, but I want to get rid of it. Now now I should be able to live by my intuition and, and uh, let my body heal and just just live with my intuition not trying to force myself into this one thing i just want to be free kind of the same idea with the the business that i we wanted to be free like i wanted to actually free myself from all the restrictions and the systems i didn't want i just wanted to have my intuition i think that's already being super spiritual yeah i think
1: yeah can i just say uh, just something sorry to interrupt but it's just like it's so interesting what you're saying and it's i'm just like What you're saying kind of with the bikini, like your bikini fitness journey is you were exploring something so masculine, like, cause Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's bodybuilding and it's very, it's about toning your body and building muscles, Mm -hmm. which is already masculine, Yeah, you know, anatomically they are stronger than, than us women, um, already on a like a, a on a physical uh, aspect but then also kind of the having that vigor and having those systems and rules mm-hmm. is again masculine like lines mm-hmm. and boxes and you were working with this and you had this and schedule so kind of like you were fully exploring the masculine energy yeah. until you were like okay now i know how it works next and then it's so beautiful yeah. like how yeah, it, that true. took you to the opposite right mm-hmm. like
2: exploring the two dualities yeah that was beautiful said that's that's very really true and that was how i felt that okay now i know this like <laughs> i'm done i have like i don't need a better placement I, I i don't want to win anymore like i had that in mind all the time i didn't do it for my own journey I've, i'm very competitive so i wanted to win but and you did right i i did place fourth two times that's i never though always just the fourth i have two small prices for that <laughs> which is very important for me because that's like i actually it, it gave me um that external validation that what i'm doing is actually working mm. um but i have something more to go after but during the third preparation i was like no no i know this like i need to figure out something something else and um, i've always had yoga like I would say from high school, I, I in high school, I tried yoga for the first time. And that's after that, I've always kind of had that in mind and, and went for some classes here and there. Um, but when I stopped with bikini fitness, that was, I just knew that, OK, yoga, now I need to add that into my life and did some online classes only at the time. I just wanted to calm down a bit and kind of. Because you need to, you, you need to do a what do you call it, reverse diet after a competition. So really, really slowly come back to your normal lifestyle. You can't just start eating because otherwise your body is just going to crash. Um, so it's a very interesting few months after a competition, and and you need to relax and you need to still work out to keep up with the metabolism, but you need to also recover. So that's when I started to include yoga more and more, and and really wanted to only do yoga i started to feel more and more that, oh, like this I, I can't go to a gym anymore like i don't resonate with it like there's no point for me to go and <laughs> lift weights uh and when i got the courage i just stopped and when i knew like the two months had passed i knew that okay now my health should be okay now i just need to not go and during that time i started to meditate and i really really like guided meditations where I actually could start to kind of in a physical way, explore my body. Like, because I had some, some things in my body that I knew that there's a blockage. I'm, I'm always knew that there's something and it's some emotion that's mm. trapped in there. And now I can go through that. And I was thinking very, very physical. I always thought like, how can I improve my body? Because I was still recovering from with my body. So that's kind of how I got into meditation and all these things. And, uh, Yeah, kept on. This was late 2018. And for the whole 2019, I read The Secret and got into law of attraction, started to explore with that, understood that I see feathers everywhere and I could call in feathers when I wanted to. When I got into a state, I knew that, I know the energy state, the energy frequency when I can call in, whatever. And uh, I started to, I learned that and uh, yeah... I started to trust the universe. Didn't know so much about spirituality. I went for for a yoga retreat. Our family family friend had a yoga retreat in Spain. I went there and and uh, yeah, very very open-minded. I've always been open-minded to anything. So that's when I started to get like the inspiration from here and there. Um started to understand a lot about myself and and got more into hyp- hypnopod hyp- hypnotic meditations and then last summer 2020 um, I found out about this one course about manifestations and I learned about manifestations and how to attract them and how to work with them and that's when I started really dig deep on inner child and shadow and all these things and basically after that that's when I've just, you know, it's been a roller coaster, like a, like speed track to spirituality and, and awakening, what I have been experiencing now. Um I it all basically I already during some retreat I did see stuff that I couldn't explain. Um I did this one, it was this sound healing session, you know, with the bowls mm-hmm. and stuff. And suddenly I got this one picture in my head that was just, I, I didn't know where it came from. I was like a little bit um, shocked afterwards and we talked about it and and nobody really said so much because, you know, wanted to have the space for me to just experience but that was the first time and that, that was in 2020, spring 2020 when I really like explored something weird. But now during the, the fall in 2020 I started to see different kind of pictures during my meditations i'm very visual always it's very easy for me to go into a guided meditation i i go with the elevator and i jump from the hills (laughs) like it's no problem like i can see myself like it's very easy for me to drop drop in a guided meditation um but then like often after 20 minutes i can suddenly get these pictures and I didn't get I did start to get pictures that I couldn't explain. I was like, what is this? Who is this woman? Like, why is she watching me? Like, I don't know. Who is this family? Why am I watching this family? Like, so weird things. And and what I also started to experience was that when I went went for bed and had been laying for maybe 10 minutes, it felt like a crowd was watching me. I started to get a lot of different like images in my head. Or like not even in my head, but in my like like watching your eyelids. Yeah, lots of faces, different people. And I was like, or different characters, and I started to draw those characters because I just mm. thought that I need to get them out. But I didn't really. I thought it was quite funny and interesting. I'm like, you know, human mind, all these things. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, what's going on? Like, <laughs> what are Huge. these people? Um, but then in December, so very recently, I got a very scary dream. Um, that i couldn't explain it was something going on with my physical body i got this um that very very incredible experience and after that i, I was so like shook shaken that i i just knew that no one need help <laughs> like this isn't this, this isn't real like this is my reality right now this is this isn't a dream i didn't make this up and uh, before that i had kind of only been very like Positive and wow, just inspired by the my experiences. But now I knew that something's going on, and uh, luckily the universe um, <laughs> helped me and got me to two two very spiritual persons or mentors um, who have a lot of experience in these kind of things. And suddenly they saw me and explained everything to me what's going on. And that's the first time when I really was seen, like I, because I thought. In December, right before Christmas, that now I'm going crazy. Like, some what's going on? Am I going crazy? Right. Like, what is going on? And that's actually when me and Julia connected, um, I met for the first time after all these years, um, because our mutual friend said, like, okay, now you need to talk with Julia. I think she can she can really resonate and help you. And and that was actually the first person. You were the first person who I talked to, mm-hmm. um, kind of out of my inner circle. Yeah. And, and who I talked to about these experiences. And it already it felt like a relief. And I think that was something that after that discussion, I had the courage to talk to my mom about it. Mm-hmm. And then she were able to hand me over to the next person and the next person. And the more I have been talking about it, the more I have actually realized that, wow, I am going through a very rapid awakening. Mm-hmm. And these things that I'm experiencing are real. And I need to protect myself. And that we talked already a little bit about that. And I didn't know really that before. But now I really understand that. And it's been quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um,
1: I find it so interesting what you said about... Like well, that before you were falling asleep, that in your peripheral peripheral view you would kind of see characters mm-hmm. or faces, and it reminded me of I don't know if I've shared this or maybe I've had when we've talked about kind of like astral tra- astral travel about my my ex um, my ex who um, he was kind of like uh, in a way similar that he was a professional athlete and mm-hmm. he would uh, you know uh, train a lot he would compete a lot he would do breathing. He was a big wave surfer and a Mm -hmm. surfer. So he uh, he would do like breathing exercises and and all these kind of crazy, crazy things. And and then he he was exploring um, astral traveling. And um, can you explain that to our listeners? So that's okay so astral traveling is basically leaving your your leaving your body leaving your physical body and then you can go wherever you want. Oh my <laughs> that. So that's yeah, yeah like 101 in just in a in, in one sentence. So he um and and he he started training it um like after he would be physically exhausted. Mm-hmm and so kind of like the same that you have in common with him is kind of exploring limitations or limits Mm. of the body and Mm. then taking it to the to the other realm like from the physical to the spiritual right but Mm. it's the beauty is what i feel like people are you know the whole division of the world is always like these this division of science and spirituality instead of finding like they walk hand in hand actually but Mm. uh anyway so um without getting too deep or or sidetracked with, with that train of thought he um he started started training. Have I talked about this before?
0: Uh
1: well we've been we've been speaking about it a bit and just, yeah. I just mean, not in the podcast. Not in I, the think, podcast yeah. I think no. Anyways, um he started training and 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 doing this kind of like body scanning, like what we do in yoga or or yoga nidra uh, or in yoga nidra you you kind of visually go through your body and you take your consciousness. you start at the soles of the soles of your feet and then you travel all the way up to the crown of your head. and he would do this thing after he had been out for hours surfing and mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden he he would sometimes like feel this weird buzzing or like weird buzzing sound in his, in his head or like feel kind of like a weird tingling sensation until one time he actually saw himself from above. So he was wow. able to take
2: himself out of his body. I think that's so freaky. I have never had the courage to do that. So many have asked and I, I'm like... I know that I can do it. Yeah. And that's why I, I don't want to do it. So, <laughs> so,
1: so, it's so, th- so yeah. And when, when, what he said also is, uh, you know, there's a lot of fear around it yeah. and he had studied and he had read that, you know, there's, you know, when that happened, people immediately get pulled back in cause they get so right. shit scared. Mm-hmm. And it's saying when we've heard people, you've heard have, uh, had like these near death experiences and they've yep. seen themselves, uh, from, from the top of the room or whatever. But then, then, um, get scared or they they get pulled back into the body and so he got obviously got shit scared and got pulled back into the body and then all of a sudden he heard laughter like the f- room was filled with a bunch of people Chills. laughing laughing at him like like it was he said he was like a huge crowd and what you said about like you falling asleep and then all the characters and faces it's just like other beings in other dimensions oh yeah it's
2: it's freaky i i usually say like before I actually understood how to set boundaries, and these my mentors um, taught me how how I can actually use my guides for that. But before I did understand that, I always kind of just tried to uh, uh, go, go on, on go on like uh, no i don't want to but now i i usually say like okay people like thank you bye thank you next like go go <laughs> so away is is that or is that how you set the actual boundary yeah, or, yeah, i usually say like okay i don't want to see these people now like, like you, you're, not, you're, no. you're aware that they're there but yeah. you're like choosing not to yeah. engage and many times um i get a little bit of a weird feeling i've had the the feeling that there there are a lot of men Mm -hmm. And they are not good. And I don't like that. (laughs) So so I I I have like decided that, you know, all these if they have no good intentions go away and usually they leave. So I don't know. Um that's how I've gotten rid of it. And actually, like it's been very hectic for me, like whole December and even beginning of January. I was exhausted last week i was like my brain like it's happening so much so fast all these experiences both good and bad but also with the good experiences and the feelings i've gotten and the dreams that i've had um they're so real so they're a bit freaky as well even if i feel like them like a bliss over my body or or like um, I get an energy rush from out of nowhere. Like it's a little bit freak, even if I feel it's this is only good. This is good, um, but it's. Last week I set a boundary that now I need rest. I don't want to feel anything. Like thank you, I know that you're there, but no, now now I I really need to rest, and actually managed to do that. Haven't been nothing in a week, and which is like a long time for me now uh, that I've actually gotten to rest and not feel like somebody's all the time in the corner like saying trying to talk to me <laughs> um so yeah i i i guess yeah i know how to set boundaries now
0: i think this is really important for our listeners also to take in that if you feel like you're going through something similar then like as annie and annie, annie? honey oh. <laughs> 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 i do that um, you're not alone and you're not crazy and it's important to you know learn to set the boundaries it's like something that i used to struggle with a lot both in the spiritual and physical world uh and, you know, it goes both ways. The better you become, you know, in the physical world world also set boundaries, it reflects to your energetic space. But what I noticed, um, or what I still sometimes do is because you're so, you know, curious about the spiritual, um, your awareness, you know, when there's, you know, a more low vibrational spirit close, my curiosity brings my awareness to it and that pulls it in even oh, though yeah. i'm like i'm like Nya, I'm boundaries <laughs> and my, i'm my like little, little, can you can you maybe come a little bit forth because yes. i'm so curious and that's what like look like we need to be even more like put the foot down and like no and then like yeah. you know almost just like you said you know ignore it but what happens sometimes is like what i said is like my awareness brings it in and it's like a fun dance sometimes um because of my curiosity. Yeah, that was exactly <laughs> what happened to me in December,
2: I would say. Like yeah. I was so open, I I started to get all these good things. And then I was like, "Hmm, ghosts."
0: Yeah. Uh, or ghosts? UFOs. Like, how, so how did you? Yes. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> can can you share us a little bit about that or
1: do you want to not I, go I into can, it actually? I yeah. mean,
2: that was yeah, I was just saying here that this is so new to me. Like the whole awakening is has been so intense that I've I've been actually very scared to talk about this for even my family members. Um, before Christmas, after I've spoken, with, talked with Julia. Um, that was kind of when I started to talking with people with this. Of course, Victor knew. I've always been very open with him. We have a very nice relationship in that manner. But um, but uh, yeah. During Christmas, that was when I felt that okay, I think I can tell my mom. <laughs> I'm very scared, like, I think she's open for this stuff, and she was absolutely and had some, some things to share herself as well. So, and that's when I started to realize like every single one that I talked to had something they could share, and I was like, oh, This is a thing, like it's not only me, what the heck, okay, yeah. But, um, the dream that I had was, um, like. I, I, it was probably something very early morning during one night. I, I suddenly saw a dream that I was laying in my bed exactly where I was and I was just watching like the, what do you say? Like oh my gosh, the wall. Like, I was just watching the wall, yeah. And I had I was at the time I was very curious about because I felt that I'm starting to develop psychic skills. And I was very interested in like how do people see like or hear or or feel? Like how how does that function? Like what what's going on? Like I really wanted to explore that. And I read an article or if you That you can see spirit as shadows or as light. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Well, during the dream, I suddenly saw like a shadow and then right after a light. Like on the wall, Mm -hmm. right right in front of my bed. And I asked, I knew, I had read that you can talk with spirit by asking stuff. And then you set also the boundaries by asking. Um, So I asked, like, okay, is this spirit? And right when I asked, I got the... Like I don't know how to explain. This is the freakiest part that I think people are thinking that I'm going crazy, but it felt like my chest was going like oh, towards the 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 earth. Like it was it was this way. It wasn't like chest pain. It was just this awful pull inside yeah. my chest. It felt like I had so many stones inside of me, but not. Oh, it was awful, yeah. and when I got the feeling. I knew it was in my physical body. It wasn't a dream. You know, you can have these dreams where you're, you're drowning or something. Yeah. And you're not actually feeling anything. You're just scared and, and going through it. But this was like a dream where I actually got the sensations. Like, it was real. And uh, when I got the feeling, I asked again. Like, I double-checked. Like, okay, is this... If, if you're the spirit, like, is this the spirit? And when I asked, it doubled. And that was when I, like, yeah. lost it. It, it was it was so awful. I get the chills when I talk about it. Um, and right after that, because first, when I got the feeling at first, it didn't feel good. But I was curious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, chill a bit, you know, it's just somebody here, like, you can do this, I could go on. Um, but when it doubled, I was like, okay, now go away. I started yelling, like, go away. I can't handle this. I can't, I'm panicking, like, go away. And then in my dream, I ran to the, to the living room and, and Victor was there and I sat next to him and talked to him what happened. And then I kind of, it kind pulled out of it.
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, when I woke up, I was, 100% sure this happened to me. And I asked Victor, like, did something happen? Like, I had this weird dream. And I was like, no, I didn't notice anything. And that kind of, I, I got a little bit freaked out. Like, mm. what the heck? Like, this wasn't a, like a dream. I, I thought this happened. But it did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And I, 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 it was such a relief when I talked with you because you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, really? Was it like real? And uh, yeah, when I start to talk with people about it and especially people who are in the spiritual world and have, have been feeling stuff, you know, all this, especially this, my two mentors now who are both, um, you know, I don't know, even know how old they are, 60, 70, like they have a long life behind and lots of experience and knowledge. I really trust their, like, if they, they, they don't even know each other, they mm-hmm. have like total different parts. All these people say the exact same thing. And, and especially these mentors to me said that, you know, we are almost 110% sure that this was some, you know i don't know how to say it in english but they explain like a spirit who actually attached to you somebody who -hmm. who is a more darker hello low low vibrations you have higher vibrations they saw you they attached to you and said like hello we're here and then also explain that it could like that's what ghosts are basically somebody who has got gotten stuck to the earth and not went to the light they can be
0: real real assholes we have like um at our summer place we have really beautiful spirit and i always try to tie like i with intention tap into you know the forest and you know elements and the love light but because it's in hanko where there's been a lot of war and you know especially close to our space there is a lot of restlessness and i've experienced Mm -hmm. a lot of like uh attacks during Mm -hmm. when i when you're asleep and when you're closer to you know other dimensions they they physically touch you and it's so, so disgusting ugh. like it's mm-hmm. and and i've like this past summer i was living there like a lot alone and now they don't come uh, come as close because i've like set that boundary but um i still like i still have weird dreams time to time uh eva had a weird dream when she was there like people really? were like st- standing stood outside speaking Finnish and I'm like, yeah, sure, it's like soldiers and shit from the war. Mm-hmm. Because um there's there's a lot of that there. But there's also a like, a lot of goods I'm not scared to be there. But even my mom doesn't go there alone um mm-hmm. ever because she's like also gets really freaked out. So yeah, but thank you for sharing that. I'm like, <laughs> oh um Yeah but it's af- creepy. It's so creepy. Yeah.
2: yeah I, like when you hear it as a story it's like a little bit fascinating as well but the experience ugh, so awful yeah. like i knew that okay like this this was such a big deal for me that now i need help like yeah. i yeah, i yeah. need to talk about this i i i need to find the help somewhere like this needs to, i really because i was freaked out um especially because of the physical sensation like as long as it's only images you know you can get scared of those I, I often get very scared when i see something like oh, oh what's that and then i can maybe drop into it if i'm not like putting it away but when you got the physical doubt uh, no no thank you
0: <laughs> i have to share one thing before you go um uh, my mom actually when i when my when i was in my like um i think i was 19 years old and i was parting a lot after a very traumatic break up with my teenage love. I was drinking a lot and smoking like hell and not eating and just like fucked up little kid. And I remember that I told my mom because I I felt this like really... This was before I got my anxiety attacks, but I felt like this pressure on my chest. And I also like even when I hadn't smoked, I felt like something like a cloud over me sm- smelled like, you know, smoke and cigarettes. And she was like, yeah, there's like probably some someone just hanging over you. You got to like get rid of it. And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but now when I look back, yeah, when you drink a lot of alcohol, you you just like. It puts holds on your light body and it's like your aura. Your aura. Thank you. Mm. That's Uh, why it's called spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Um, But Eva actually has a lot of experiences with um, what's it called? when you sleep with paralysis, sleep paralysis just, attacks
1: do you want to touch on well, that a little i mean yeah we actually I've, i think i've talked about some of these you can like for listeners so they can go back yeah. to the ghost episode yeah oh yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. but i've, I've had yeah that.
1: no i mean i've had that can like, you do the
0: previous one with the circus music because i think oh that have.
1: was horrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had, like, recently. I, so so this is it's it happens so I, I was gonna what i was gonna say previously is like i feel like for me in my spiritual journey i've always been super sensitive i feel like a lot mm-hmm. of spiritual people are very em- like empaths yep. and sensitive yeah. and and that's why we shang- c- highly sensitive
2: person <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah. that's why we can sense these things you know yeah. usually our physical like then physically we have either a good sense of smell or we have a good mm-hmm. you know we can hear things or we feel. can feel you know yeah. there's a difference and same thing and then the spiritual realm we're either clairvoyant claircognizant,
2: cognizant clair- um all the clairs or the clairs and it also something that i didn't know anything about yeah um so when i got all these experiences i was like where should i look at like right where, claire what yeah like, oh my gosh am i because they don't teach us this in school no nothing so i was lost and i didn't have the courage to talk with anyone so yeah because you're it, ridiculed yeah. it's the mm-hmm. modern witch um mm-hmm. you know hunt, hunt. still yeah. happening yep. and
1: yep. it's well what i was gonna say with me like i've always had this kind of even, even since a kid i've I've just known that there's way more than the eye can see and and just felt energies and had always crazy super strong dreams and intuitive um i'm cleric cognizant so i just know mm. shit yeah, just, I yeah just, me
2: too right i do that as well mm-hmm. yeah i just know stuff mm-hmm. and there's no i can't explain it just some people are like not wanting to listen really because they're like where do you like where do you get the references
1: (laughs) show us the fact checkers yeah i know that i know um but what i was gonna say is i'm simultaneously i've had a lot of fear a lot of fear that has for me capped um me sometimes going deeper to it because i know that when when i've truly opened this like my third eye my crown chakra shit like i don't want to deal with everything that's there mm-hmm. and which is why i put a really kind of strong lid because i i it's so bad that I'm afraid of sleeping alone. Um, mm-hmm. I have a hard time when I lived, like when I was single, I had a heart, really hard time sleeping alone just because I was always aware of, of different spirits, entities, <laughs> lower vibrational beings, higher vibrational beings. And, it, and it was really kind of disturbing my, my 3D life. So I just really kind of like had to put a lid on it. And now I'm again opening it up, but, Really like, I, I notice again when I, oh, it's almost like I'm doing this, like visually opening this jar yeah. and like, and then something else, i like, oh, let's yeah. put it back on. Exactly. But it's, it's really important and, and that to have kind of these different tools to, almost like sustain the even if you can't control these things that's the thing you can't con- i mean we are we want to control stuff because we're physical beings we want limits on energy and stuff but the thing when this realm there's no limits and that's that's kind of the scary part of it and that's why everything because it's unknown to us that's why it's so scary because we don't know it but yeah. um Wait, um, I, what, what, I wanted it. to say something. Oh, the circus thing. Oh, yeah. That's. I, are you sure I haven't? Well, no, for our haven't. listeners, if I, they, they can just hear it again. Um, <laughs> yeah. So sleep paralysis has been a mofo for me that I've experienced <laughs> a number of times and it always happens when I'm physically weak. So either. Um, yeah. Which is from. Sleeping poorly to not taking care of my body whatever that means poor diet or whatever alcohol. alcohol um and it happened to me um for the first time like when I was in my early 20s and partying a lot and then it's happened in Mexico a bunch and in Finland it hasn't it's only happened a couple of times because I've been taking good care of myself but then so it happened um I don't I forget when it was if some months ago and and I I and I wake up and, uh, or it's like, I'm awake. So sleep paralysis is basically my body is asleep. My mind is awake so I can see everything. Like I can see the room, but I can't move. So I'm paralyzed. Oh, and then, uh, And it's always when this happens, I'm always like, oh, my God, am I ever going to be able to move again? Is kind of like the Mm. first thought, like, am I going to be ever be like, am I paralyzed now? But it's like, oh, no, shit, it's just sleep paralysis now. Like, it's happened so many times. I just kind of know. But then, I I mean, we all hate clowns. (laughs) We we hate clowns. I think the Hollywood (laughs) movies groomed us for that. it. Yeah. It. That. Yeah. I can't believe Julia I see watches this. This is going. And then <laughs> it, the, Well, luckily it didn't go that far. But then this just music. It <laughs> <No. laughs> just starts playing, and I'm like, no, no, and I'm like, I don't want to see. Like, I'm just, I do not want to see any kind of character out of this, this situation, whatever is trying to play itself out. <laughs> on, and I can't move, and I'm like, no, no. and then I'm just like starting to resist more. I'm like, no, no, and then the music just keeps coming faster. No no, 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 and I'm like. No, and luckily i did that time i didn't see any usually like there's visions of of something i didn't Mm -hmm. see anything it was just the music but it got like it was just even just hearing the music was so scary and it was so loud and it was just getting like faster it was really messed up yeah anyways (laughs) back to you bob
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's freaky yeah that's so freaky
1: but yeah. the thing is, I think the the thing with these stories are when you talk about these to some people, they look at you like you're crazy, yeah. like you're not job. like or it was just a dream, you know? Yeah,
2: it was just a dream. Yeah, like I- how can science explain that? Yeah. And the worst part is when when you're just awakening, um, you don't have the strength to say like keep keep it as your own experience, kind of because now I realize the more I talk about it. And actually with with like the people, I build the trust muscle that, okay, I have my own experience, my reality, it's okay. I know that it's real and that's all what matters. You know, Um, but when you're just awakening and getting those those first experiences, I was so scared, you know, not to to be seen in in my experience.
0: And you want someone to kind of confirm to you that yeah, that was your experience. Or, and if you talk to someone who neglects that, that kind of pushes you down. And you're just like, okay, well, then I'm just yeah. maybe a little bit because because, crazy. <laughs> exactly. Because I think my, my biggest fear was
2: that, you know, if I start talking about it, Everybody will say like, "Okay, you need to go to the hospital and get some medication." Mm, yes. And I was like, "I'm not actually like going crazy. I'm just experiencing stuff and I know that I can control it." Like I was still very calm in myself. I have this weird inner confidence, you know, this inner knowing that, you know, it's okay. But it's freaky. What is it? Like I don't know. So, yeah. It's just very important to to be able to hear these things um that was something I would have needed to actually hear more about and awakening and what it is and and get introduced to all these things and and then yeah that's the why I like to talk about it now. what's your spiritual practice now like um for the past week nothing I was like finally <laughs> it's quiet <laughs> it's calm <laughs> I don't want to meditate not do anything but um, I've done a lot of guided meditations regarding manifestations i've noticed that i'm a very good manifester um i i get the things that i i want I just, It just it don't it just depends um on the effort i want to do on my shadow work and self-worth and and i've understood the the sequences of like what what needs to happen energetic energetically mm-hmm. in order for me to get the manifestation so i um i do Like my spiritual practice is very much like I'm trying to I experiment with the physical world and use the energies in my favor. (laughs) Like yeah, I, I do that. And for example I, I wrote down to my manifestation list that in the beginning of December, even before this stream, I wrote down that I, I would like to have a spiritual mentor, somebody who wants to talk with me and says that it's okay for me to write them or call them. And first week of January, I had two. Like these, my mentors who said like, you know, you call us anytime. Um, it's It's always fascinating to hear. When somebody's going through an awakening, it's just a pleasure, and we just want to keep you safe. And I was like crying, like on the floor, like, this happened. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, oh, like all these things. Diff- it, it can be money, it can be physical things, persons, even own self worth, you know, manifest that as well, you know, to be able to love my body image and, you know, all these things. Yeah. So I kind of, uh, my spiritual practice is very much, um, now, I try to do uh, silent meditations as well. So I've, because I've understood that, you know, I have my guides available. I try to tap into my intuition more and ask and you just trust the answers that I get. That's one part that I struggle with so much during the fall. And uh, what I have learned now, because all of you guys, that you can actually, the, the answer you get in your head is valid. Like, that's the thing. That's the answer take it
0: and do the <laughs> thing because
2: I didn't trust like is that the voice is is that the thing is that the knowing because I've always felt that I'm much older than I am like I have this weird w- wisdom inside of me mm-hmm. that I because of this world we live in you know I'm in my late 20s you know I'm just a kid and I've kind of that that has been my battle that but I know, like, what, I know these things. Like, what, what is my dad doing like that? Like, what, oh my gosh, like, I could just help them. And I, I could help those people. Like, I, I have so much of this uh, urge that I want to to give. Mm-hmm. And I know stuff. And that's why I call myself a granny. I know that I've been here, like, way too many times. Like, I could be retired.
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> I <I'm> so 100% <laughs> resonate. I feel like I'm trapped in a yeah. young body sometimes. Like, yeah. I'm, I get... Like I love my birthdays because I love getting older and I sometimes feel like I'm too young to do specific things, yeah, you, that's, you know, that's like exactly my feeling as well. I to, you know, guide a, I yeah. don't know, 50 year old because like, <laughs> that place, yeah, I know, but still like, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. I have like the same, like I, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm going to thrive once I'm like 70, 70 years old because I'm going to be like, or 80 or like even in my Hopefully, 100 years old. I'm gonna sit like there, like oh, finally. I'm like yeah. duh.
2: <laughs> but then again, I have now actually like flipped it around. It's quite fun to be young yeah. and wise. Like now, when I start to actually accept it and own it, I'm like, hmm. Well, I know things, and I can use it like in my favor. And and now it's. I've just started this journey where I actually trust myself and the answers I have within. And because of my manifestation practice and I've kind of seen like, oh my gosh, I got this and that and <laughs> how is this possible? Um, now I have the trust muscle that, okay, well, I don't need to read any, like the instructions from a book somewhere. Right. Like tap, just tap in. Like you got it. And now I know it. So but now it's like the point like, okay, well, now I can do anything. What, what do I want to do? Like I, now I can sit here and like, what's up? how beautiful and how
1: expansive and and again just a reminder like about manifestation it's real we've talked about this many episodes and it's it's what this podcast is truly about is is you know up leveling your self-worth mm-hmm. so that you really do manifest yeah. your your whatever it is that you desire but the work is dirty sometimes it's not well it's the same thing when you clean up even a house it's, yeah. it's messy when you clean it's you True. know you you do the dishes it's the stuff comes out like it's you know mm-hmm. you're Purge. popping a as zit as, as, yep. as, as, i mean um you, you know the pimple comes out and it's <laughs> it's messy but it's then it's clean <laughs> then it's clean it's, yeah. al- it's always the process like the it's the pimple had. metaphor, <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> I mean, I'm a sucker for <laughs> these metaphors, but yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not always a, a pretty, it can be kind of a
0: almost aggressive oh, process. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like this conversation has been just amazing. I feel like mm. energy in this room is like very. It's beautiful. It's yeah. very expanded Love right and now. And it feels um, good. This is what our podcast yeah. is about. That's so amazing. So much wisdom from you and, um. So thank you for sharing and just thank like, you, you know, here. giving the energy to our listeners also to, yeah. you know, optimism, any, you like anything you dream of, you can do. If you yeah. can dream it, you can do it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's why we named yes. our program Dream Job Online, because, you know, even if we're talking about career and job, you know, it's, it's basically just, you know, freeing yourself, living your dream. That's what it's all about. And no, there's no dream that's like too big like no too. you're worth of having like everything you want it's okay to want everything you want you know and like, the thing that you want is already kind of like wanting you wanting to. you too yeah. so or that's a good reminder you. i love that saying like what's that orbiting around yeah. you like when you write something down or when you get the intention that okay this is what i want it's already there just do some more um work you know look within and see where you're trying to trap yourself yeah yeah i release that and
0: boom boom <laughs> so where can our listeners find you and your wisdom i think instagram is probably the best place to be that's where i'm active i love instagram
2: um Graham. yeah <laughs> and uh, i have all the links there as well if you're interested in life coaching or Joining us dream jabbers, it's a lovely little Do family. It. <laughs>
1: what's so, what's your Instagram handle? I mean we'll add it to the show notes, but if someone's yeah. just
2: listening so that it's they can't Annivest. So A-N-N-I-W-E-S-T. Annivest. That's what I call myself online. It's like <laughs> my dad once said, so it's I It's your um, artist name. Oh yeah. <laughs> um so my real name is Annika Westerlund. And my dad once said, like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we would just like call ourselves Wests? It's much more
0: international. Okay, oh my god <laughs> Okay.
2: The, West, so. the yeah. West, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, like my my dad would be Mark West, I would be <laughs> Annie West. Like we, we should be East American family. <laughs> yes. yeah.
0: She should be. I should essence. be East. Yeah. 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 East. Anyway, Sorry, that yeah. joke. Talking <laughs> to like Kanye West, I want my next dog to be named Kanye. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I mean, if and have a big me. dog, and have the biggest self worth, or, or a pug <laughs> named Kanye. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Manifesting. Um, we always have one question that we finish our podcasts okay. with our guests with, and um, it's a biggie. But Ooh. no, no stress. No stress. What does self worth mean to you? Ooh. Hmm. I really hey, appreciate if you take your time.
2: Yeah. No, but I think um, self worth to really go after the things that you to to really go after the things that you want like really accepting that i want this or not even wanting because it doesn't start with that it starts with um this, this desire for something more mm-hmm. something needs to change and you don't know what that is but you know what you don't want that's usually always the first step yeah. i don't want this okay well then i want something else and really self worth for me is To really have the courage to just well i can go get it i can take it and whatever that is body image career partners whatever that's how i see self-worth
0: yeah
1: mic drop (laughs) (laughs) that was beautiful thank you for that Thank and thank you again to all our listeners who tuned back in. We're ever so grateful for you being here, being part of the community and uploading your self-worth along with us as we keep growing. Um, please do leave us a review, share this with your friends, share this on your Instagrams, your
2: social media, tag us, let us know what you think. Thank you. Love you. And thank you for having me. I want to add that in. It was so much fun. And
0: uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. And we're going to circle back next week with a new episode. So see you soon and have the best time until then. Bye.